Welcome to Sonic Dorms. On today's episode, I have a uh, very special guest. I'm bringing back Pure Intention. So I got Joe, John, and Tim here just to uh, discuss their new EP, which is the Imposter Syndrome EP. It's coming out this Friday. That's March 12th. That's uh, tomorrow, actually. Um, So um, it's their first EP, and uh, they're very excited. I'm very excited, and uh, nothing better than hearing, you know, a good a killer like young band out there providing like some really killer music uh i'm always uh gonna be rooting for uh for the underdog so you guys uh as always uh are more than welcome to continue coming back on this show thank you for yourselves really so with that being said uh how you guys doing today great pretty good good. pretty excited oh yeah yeah, nervous. so I'm not nervous. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. Anxious. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, anxious. Yeah. Uh, has anybody listened to the EP yet? Uh, is this, or uh, you guys, the only ones that uh, have heard it? A few, a few close people, like my, family, my parents. Really, yeah, yeah, my just, parents. Just people yeah. like super close, but like my Wait, girlfriend yeah. heard the rough mixes and she cried. Oh, really? Yeah, it brought people to tears. <laughs> is that a good or bad thing? That's a great thing. <laughs> it, it, tears, like happy tears or sad tears, you know? Tears I'm pro- are pro- I'm proud. proud of my sexy man. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. That's the best. There's nothing quite like that. Yeah. yeah uh, so, um, four tracks. So, it's a classic EP. It's not like one of those EPs that runs at like six or seven songs and then they decide to call it an EP. I'm like, what's that? About? Yeah, an album at that point. Yeah, so four songs, just like I like it. That's a true EP right there. Uh, if you guys wouldn't mind uh, breaking this down for us on the show, telling everybody where it all started as far as like, or were these songs written on the spot uh, when you guys were in the studio? Or was this, did you guys come in with the songs fully fleshed out and then recorded them ready to go or what? So what do you, you want to start with like, we going went, down the list? Yeah, well, yeah, we could go through all the songs, so, but like when we... In the studio, we we had them already written when we went in. We just yeah. recorded it in one day. We went in and just laid them down. Yeah, but uh, we we did lovable loser on is the so Tim left for college. Yeah, yeah. Tim left for college had, right after bulletproof. We had recorded bulletproof and then he left for college the next day. So and uh, I had like me and Joe had this like bass and drum beat going, and we had some really awful lyrics cooking with it, and we we're like, this is just gonna be a throwaway song. And then Joe was like, wait, I have these lyrics in my phone. And we put it to it and it fit perfectly. And, and that, that was, was that was lovable loser. lovable loser. So we worked on that one while Tim was gone. And then, and then no it, progress right at the end, too. We got down. And then Tim got back in the imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Um wasn't was Joe sent me uh these lyrics because I because I had for the imposter syndrome rip, you know how just same thing for the whole song basically. Uh I came up with that. I was at school. I was like, I called Joe. Joe I called Joe, I'm like, hey, check this out. And he's like, that's pretty good. And I remember I was like, you have any lyrics? He's like, nah. And then he's like, well, I got these lyrics. And he sent me these lyrics. And we changed them up a lot, actually. We cut them, cut them we down. We cut them down and we changed, like, the wording and stuff. And that's how we got Imposter done. And then, yeah. So with, I don't want to be here. I came up with a drum beat. This is going to be a short show. We're describing it all. And then we're. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I came up with a drum beat for I don't want to be here. And it was, like, really slow. And I was like, Tim, you got something for it? And he was like, nah, not really. Then Joe came over. And he was like. I got this bass riff for it and we sped it up big time. We added so a drum intro to it. We, we had covered, we had covered Blitzkrieg Bop right before that. And then I started like messing around with like those chords. So it's pretty much all the same chords except for the, you know, do, 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 do part. You know what I mean? So um, I was playing that and I'm like, you know what we should call that song? 
I don't want to be here. And he's like, why? And I'm like, because do, 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 Yeah, and we, like and it, so. I, oh, we didn't have our lyrics at that time. No, like, we just had the, the phrase, I don't want to be here. Yeah, and then we were like kind of joking around about it. And they were like, that could actually work. Yeah. And then the next day, Joe had a bunch of two two verses and yeah. choruses. And we that was fourth yeah. song, last one written in the fourth one on the um, EP. And Pastor yeah. Syndrome, I didn't know. Like, I never really heard it until Tim got back and we played it. Because they were really working out like riffs and stuff, and I was just kind of like, "I'll play something when you guys get back," and I yeah. hear it, and then I finally heard it, and within a day we got that one like pretty much squared up. So yeah, there's like different versions of uh, "I Don't Want to Be Here" too that we played through. Remember, we changed it up a lot. Which what was Cause the way? Well, at least for the guitar, I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There was there was a lot of changes, and then what we really finished it was uh, you know, we kind of have like that feedback trouble going in the beginning. Like the, yeah. the guitar, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh great so yeah i came up with that like a couple of weeks before we recorded the ep and it just ended up being like super cool i'm like all right we're gonna keep that yeah right on uh what made you decide to call the ep uh imposter syndrome because i know that's like the song uh, the, the opening track but right. is there is there a reason why you decided on that being the title of this first ep uh tim basically because i i said i want to call that we were like writing the song on facetime and i'm like i want to call that imposter syndrome he's like we should just call the ep that and i'm like all right awesome <laughs> where, where, where did you come up with that imposter syndrome now uh it's about like it means like being successful but like not thinking like you're good enough you're basically a fraud so that's kind of what the lyrics are about sort of like yeah. i don't know what she sees in me blah 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 but like yeah, so I don't know. It just kind of fits. It's kind of it's like kind of cool sound. It's a cool. Yeah, it's cool. I love it, dude. Uh, that sounds like a good name for a band too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. cover uh, band. Intentions and positive. Oh yeah, <laughs> there you go. What, what's funny is, um, I'm hearing like this is so different in a lot of ways from that first single, Bulletproof. Like, yeah, Bulletproof to me was like a whole nother vibe. And then I heard this, and I'm hearing some really classic, like kind of throwback between the 90s era of like southern california punk bands yeah also yeah. a little but rooted in some of that new york stuff from the late 70s like the ramones yeah. i'm even hearing some dead kennedys in there as far as like Absolutely, just yeah. the your approach to like uh lyrically to a lot of things there's a major like self-deprecating sense of humor like yeah. found throughout the lyrics on the on the cp um, I think I think it's because like I feel like that's where Joe and Tim like Joe's very like you're I would say you're more like punky punk rock like that's kind of more your vibe well Tim's like hard Who rock calling punk yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel like they kind of like mesh together perfectly and then like that's why I, I mean it's it's a punk song but I mean you definitely get those like rock vibes in there yeah. from Tim's guitar like the I, solos are very bluesy I yeah feel like, so. yeah 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 kind of blues licks in there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the, the last track is really interesting. Uh, with uh, I don't want to be here with um, that that drum opening. I mean that that's so unorthodox. Is like the, the EP is pretty much like running and gunning throughout. Like it's kind of relentless. Right. Uh, I, I mean, all the songs are like two two and a half minutes, three minutes right. at tops. But that song comes on and it kind of makes you pause for a little bit. It yeah. starts off kind of slow before it picks up. I thought that right. was pretty okay. cool like a little bit misleading but yeah. i mean i think i think i was just messing around on the drums one day and i was like we have to have a drums a drum solo in the song and joe was just like put it in the beginning of i don't want to be here yeah just and then, sort of cut let it me down. tell you i had one before that uh, like before the one that's on the the recording and then i mean the other one it, if we would have gone through with it i think it would have been a little bit bad. it was like really slow i was just kind of hitting the tom the whole time and they just like hitting a few other things and then one day i sent him a video and i just came up with something new i had, like an epiphany you know what I mean? I just, I just made a new one and that's the one that's on the recording. I mean, 
I did this end at the snare when I really go hard on the snare drum. That was like, I don't know how I, I made my brain think of that. It just happened. I don't know. It's kind of cool. And that's pretty awesome. And you guys all like trade vocals as well, yeah. right? Yeah. That was like, like the biggest experiment, I think, with the EP. We were kind of seeing yeah. everybody's voice, how it like, works. Because we had some people asking us, you know, you know, for our EP, you know, it's going to be like kind of like bulletproof. And we were like, no, nah, it's going to be it's going to be different. And it ended up being a lot different, but like different, in a yeah. good way, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. And I feel like we're not like we're not we're not really going to throw away that bulletproof vibe where it's like really like just kind of hard rock without like the punk in it. I mean, we could still we still have got, a lot. We of got a song called Overdrive, Overdrive and it is the best song that we have. And it's very like bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, it's like, very it's, it's not it's it's not like the EP, really. I mean. Yeah, I want I want to so say it's on EP. Yeah. No, no, no. So if we do like an album, it's probably going to be a mesh between like the bulletproof vibe and the EP vibe. Like, like a perfect it, split down the middle. Yeah, right. try to get it to really not work really split, like kind of have it mesh. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, so like, yeah. yeah. I feel with the EP, we kind of got a sound now. Yeah, which, and I, I feel like I feel like that this the kind of the new sound for like because it's not obviously it's different than bulletproof. I feel like people are gonna really like this sound. Uh, add equally with bulletproof you know what i mean i feel like it's not going to be like oh i didn't like this because i like bulletproof sound. Yeah. i feel like it works perfectly for us <clears throat> yeah so, so yeah the cp is really just about fleshing out the identity of, of pure intention kind of expanding it a little bit maybe even like to so so you know because like you guys come off as uh wanting to be multifaceted you don't want to just be like stuck in one oh yeah, yeah. You want your own identity so i hear like you guys are like figuring it out here so i think the next release is where, if you don't mind me saying, it sounds to me like the next release is going to be like the fully formed. Oh yeah, I hope so. yeah. Just, just from all the stuff we've been working on, I feel like we finally got our sound yeah, and like how we, we know and we, our style. Yeah, and I think, and like it's like Bo said, you know, it's going to be a merge of like, like that hard rock and sort of like punk and stuff. It's like and it's like just heavy a, metal too. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a perfect blend of like killer riffs, tasty licks, all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, killer riffs and tasty licks. Like, you guys like came away from this like as stronger musicians, stronger. Oh, oh for sure. I, I mean, I could. I'm, I don't know. I think they also got really good too. Like during like the few months since we started like working on the EP. But for me personally, <laughs> I mean, I did percussion at high school, and then I stopped for two years, and then I started up again when we did Bulletproof. So I was like really rusty when Bulletproof came out, but now like I'm doing. Like I'm doing stuff that I didn't even know how to do beforehand. I mean, I'm just like I practice pretty much every day, and I, I'm I'm really getting good. And it's like really just making it there's so many more choices for our band. You know what I mean? I think we're also more confident too. Yeah, I yeah. feel like we are too. Like with Bulletproof, we're kind of like, do we sound good? But now it's like we we well, know we're that pretty cool. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. On it's, I know it sounds crazy, but like based on the first time we talked and looking at you guys now, I can I almost sense that you guys are like a little bit more seasoned. Yeah. Yeah. But- yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, which is pretty cool. Like, see that like firsthand. Like, I, I love, I love, like, it's as cool as, as it is. Like, watching it. Like, a lot of the bands I grew up on were already like deep in their career by the time I got into them. So it's cool to watch like a band go there firsthand. Like, go to those places and then evolve, and and you're actually seeing that evolution like as it's happening. I think that's really cool, and it's getting harder and harder to see that nowadays, just with how everything is and. Yeah, for sure. Know, the music industry obviously is pretty, pretty bleak. Yeah, but who cares, right? I mean, the artists are gonna continue to real artists are gonna continue to rise to the top. I think so. It doesn't matter. I mean, if anything, it makes. I think it separates the men from the boys here. You know, like as far as like you really want to make music, now the the purists can go out there and make the music. You know what I mean? You know whether they have the money to back them up or not. Um, at the end of the day, real artists are gonna thrive just based on making 
what they do best, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, we take like every, every like opportunity that comes away, we try to snag it. And I mean, I mean, gigging is going to start becoming like more and more like a thing this summer. And just even in the future, just like playing gigs. I mean, but we're like going with the mindset where it's like, we don't really, I mean, if it's like, we don't get 500 bucks for the gigs. We're not going to say no. We're going to do anything for exposure and just like really get our name out there. Yeah, play a block yeah. party, whatever. We'll get done money money is not really the main because I mean, obviously everybody wants to become rich and famous, but like right now it's like we're just we're just really trying to just make so music and get a music. fan base. What, what, what's, what's ironic, guys, is that I think with the situation that's going on in the world, I think when concerts do start to come back, the, it's the club bands and the theater bands that are going to rise to the top of benefiting right now more than the arena acts because uh, you know oh, yeah. because yeah. of how it is. so i think a lot of clubs are going to get or a lot of the club level bands are going to be making the making right. the you know this going to be successful right now more than ever before and open clubs like right now because like yeah. i don't know like the the food fighters they're fine they don't have to play stadiums they have money but like yeah. like just let us fucking play a bar come on now like I work in a restaurant and there's a bunch of people sitting there with no mask. So let's, how about like, let the bands. I, 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 uh, just let me ask you, speaking of restaurants, do you think you find it hilarious? I'm pretty sure you do. I can tell that you, they go like <laughs> walk in, walk in with the mask on. And then when you sit down, take the mask off. I'm like, then why even bother, dude? Like everybody walks in and then they, they just take it off and then it's off for the rest of the time. Oh, but when you walk to the bathroom, can you put the mask back on? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, and it, I was, I was kind of laughing because we, me and Joe were putting up flyers like a few days ago and I mean, every, every spot we saw where it was like, kind of like a bar or something, Joe was like, I wonder if like we can gig there soon or like every single <laughs> yeah. spot, Joe was like, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's what we need. And we actually saw a band like loading their stuff into some tavern. I forgot yeah, the name so of it. I guess, I guess there's stuff happening. So we're, we like looked the place up online and we saw that they're opening and they're just like, they said somewhere it was the, the ad was like, we're, wear your mask, but we're going to pack the house. And I was like, okay, it's, I guess I don't know. I feel like, but people are opening up to gigs and I mean, we're here for it. We're going to yeah. try to be, we're trying to get that first pickings. And I think it's a blessing that it did shut down and that we found yeah. our footing. Cause if we had went out there in like summer and played a show, we would have gotten, oh, we got destroyed. We, and we would have broke up. Cause we would have been like, we suck. Like, sorry. We, yeah, we, we got, got kind of cocky. And so like when we first started, we thought we were good. And we look back oh, at like God. all this footage. Like the, videos videos and shit. the first day, horrible, man. the first day, we they had an original and i just played with them i mean the first day i was there i mean because i was like kind of auditioning yeah. and i and they never heard like a drummer play with them yet and we played this one song we have it now and it's really good now but yeah. back like in august we wa- when we first did it we thought it was the coolest thing ever we watched the video it is horrendous yeah. like off, joe, uh, joe does like beat. an offbeat jump at the beginning it's the funniest video ever and we when we get re- when we get really big we have to show that to somebody yeah. but right now people might take the wrong uh they might think that we actually are like that right now when we're not <laughs> yeah. we, we've uh, grown a lot since then I'm, I'm telling you though i think a lot of the independent artists are gonna thrive uh, oh yeah once once uh, gigs start happening again just because like a lot of the bands like at that level are gonna are going to, you know, they're going to benefit from all this. They're going to get the first dibs at playing live. So I think people are just going to be like, I want to watch. Also, people are dying to watch like Music, live God. shows. Yeah, I was, I was about to anything. They'll go see anything. So 
Um, I love like I like in my family or just like family friends. I mean, they're all concert goers. They go to anybody or anything, and it's just like there's a lot of people like that where they're thirsting to get a concert. Right. They don't care what it is. Music, they're just gonna go music, out and see it. Music, music. It's fun when you see a guy up there singing and playing guitar. I mean, if it's like an old like dad band playing oh, ACDC yeah. covers, it's awesome. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, and then, and then for them to pull it off and maybe surprise you at the end of the night, yeah, even better, you know. So, um, are you guys doing anything like? In conjunction to like the uh to the release tomorrow, are you guys gonna like put on a, a are you gonna get it's gonna do like a live stream or anything like that? We were just gonna like practice, I think. We were yeah, breakfast we, and just kind of chillax and just because this yeah. is the first time Tim's been back since uh since, since you left we for Chris after Christmas were, break. Yeah. So yeah. I mean tomorrow we're really gonna just try to grind yeah, out new stuff and work yeah. on some we just, of the stuff. We just ran through the EP and a couple of things and we, we were we still got it. So yeah, in fact we sounded better yeah. than we usually did. So we I think tomorrow should be a jam day work on our yeah. new stuff if we could get a live stream going where we have like good cameras and like good yeah. audience audio and stuff that would be cool but i think just like instagram live or youtube like on a phone it doesn't like do it justice and like pick up like right we, yeah we've done that a few times and like obviously we can't tell <laughs> what it sounds like on the other end of instagram when we're live streaming and i mean we listen to it it's not you can see what we're saying but like sometimes you don't know what the lyrics are stuff like that so if we get like a really good setup we're, we're probably going to start doing live streams a lot more if we can get that yeah. going. Yeah, but who knows? Hopefully, hopefully gigs like real level live ones. Yeah, hopefully we don't have to depend on live streams that we can do in person gigs yeah. soon. Yeah. Right, right. And uh so uh mind telling everybody where the EP is gonna be uh released. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be available everywhere, right? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Spotify, Spotify Apple, Apple Music, music YouTube, YouTube, Amazon uh, Music, whatever Deezer is. <laughs> I, I don't I'm on Deezer. I don't know what Deezer is either, so I'm with you. <laughs> teaser <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna uh, be a, a amazon music all all of them pretty much yeah i i uh had spoken to you guys about a physical release at some point will there be like uh maybe a little a short run of physical release uh, uh like, even if it's well, CD, like at some we'll point see, we'll see how it does and if like it's like in demand like i don't think it would be a bad idea to yeah do cds because like i feel like we do kind of cater to like older people that still play cds and stuff mm -hmm. so like like when we were talking like joe had a lot of good ideas where if when we start doing live stuff you know have like shirts or you know some like yeah. get some cds going so people can take them yeah. buttons anything really anything we can that will just kind of you know make us stand out a little bit more than the other bands yeah, we're but, playing with or other bands that are playing like shows like that i mean yeah we'll try and get something up on Bandcamp, but like we'll we'll see how what the reaction is first and like, yeah. if it's in demand because we don't want to like lose money on it yeah know? right yeah, we'll, so. we'll play a couple shows and then yeah, see how it works we'll from there do it. I, I just think it's nuts that um people just want to like people don't even promote purchasing music as much anymore it's just like just listen to it you know and you're like I believe in buying an album, even if you buy it digitally, but support your bands, support your yeah. favorite artists. I don't know. Like to me, uh, you got to make a living somehow. And that's, that's, you guys are work. This is your job. One of your jobs. And it's your, like your, your thing. So I, I think that, um, if you know, people like you guys, they should want more of that. And therefore they should, if they're willing to spend five to $10 on a cup of coffee at Starbucks and, you know, yeah. shell out some money for your favorite artist. Why yeah, not? Up coming uh, band. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So, so definitely, uh, um, let me know when you guys have your stuff on Bandcamp so I can spread the word. Cause like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be a first time buyer. Oh yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, like five shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I love, by the way, I love the album art to me. That would make a cool, a killer like shirt. Not yeah. kidding. Oh, 
was, was, did you make that? No, my girlfriend. Oh, was, I drew, I drew a, uh, it was like, originally it was like a heart and then it was plugged into an SG because we were going to do Lovable Loser as like a single. single. It would have worked well with Lovable Loser. But, but as like a full EP, I don't think it fit the vibe. So I, I could show you that. I can send you that because I think it's still pretty cool, but it just doesn't fit the vibe. And then yeah. like my we, girlfriend draws a lot of eyes. So I was just looking. Through. She drew the bulletproof one too. Yeah, we so have the bulletproof like one in color it. and the color is super cool. Yeah, but yeah. Like, I was just looking through it. I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. Let me use that. She's like, hell yeah. Yeah, send me that uh, that original piece. But dude, the, uh, the uh, EPR is badass it's very distinctive yeah, it, yeah. it's not what you would expect and it, and it really stands out and i believe in the album or the ep experience like i like looking at album art like to me that's still for me at least it's important but uh yeah. so seeing that is awesome yeah like even if it's like digital you still i feel like you still gotta have something nice to look at yeah if it's a picture right. of like a guy who's like in the band you're kind of like i guess but if it's like like for us like the eye it's like ooh, what's this like, i think it catches your eye a little bit more yeah, yeah it gets i feel like it gets their attention you're gonna want to listen to it and it's you know uh, yeah, it's and, and i think it's like i mean there's a lot of bands that have like kind of like that thing like iron maiden had like they got the creepy Eddie, yeah, yeah and then uh, blue oyster cult had like the cross looking thing yeah. and i mean like, We've yeah. done bulletproof and pure uh, yeah, process so syndrome. We'll, we'll probably have an eye on <laughs> everything. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a little bit hidden or something yeah, like that, yeah, but yeah. the eye will be there. Will be there. Yeah. Be there. That's cool. Some people are going to think that there's like some Illuminati thing happening there. So. Yeah, <laughs> there is <laughs> actually. Illuminati. But... <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. Well, hey guys, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to to talk again and come on the show. I mean, to me, this is what the show is about. I talked to you before about it, but. It's all about like promoting like the you know the underdogs and the dark horses out there. It's like um, where where's the platforms you know for them to talk about music? And to me, like you guys got to talk about it. You guys got to promote. To me, there's nothing more of a connection. Uh, no better way to make a connection to people than like pouring your heart out on your sleeve and just saying, "Hey, like this is what I do." Like, <laughs> right? And I think that's cool. So uh, thanks I again, hope- really. I hope the yeah, show blows you. up and you get oh, in yeah. the studio and we could come and like chat in person. Oh, like, dude, over. you know, like it'll be like, hey, I got tickets for you guys. Come over here. We're gonna we're gonna host like some big crazy music event with you guys, like on it and yeah, so. the Sonic Dorms Lollapalooza. You know, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. I'm not kidding though, man. If if oh. ever if ever the day were to come, dude, you bet that you guys won't be left behind. Lala, I mean, the Lollapalooza, Lala I mean, we've been talking about that one, too. We're like, who says we can't play Lollapalooza yeah, already, you know? All over the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have be- it's better to have big dreams than none at all. Yeah. No, dude, and like I said, you guys remind me. It's like you guys are making, like, commentary on some real things lyrically on this. But you're also, like, doing it. It's very tongue-in-cheek. And, yeah. uh, it's with again, with a sense of humor. And I think that's, it's, again, it brings me back to that, like, Gen X vibe of the, you know, almost like a 90s kind of, like, Almost like what Green Day were doing when they put out stuff like Dookie back in the day, where it was like very just like, this is what it is, but hey, let's have a good time anyway, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think that's refreshing nowadays. I think we need more of that uh, enlightenment. But you guys got the musicality to back up those lyrics. You see, it's not just like you guys are just spitting out like this rhetoric. You guys actually can play your instruments. That makes it even better. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, thanks again. Whenever you guys are ready to come back again, you're more than welcome. Oh, awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having yeah. us, man. Right. And so and we'll talk soon. All right. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. All right.